Welcome to Epiphany Church. My name is Pastor Derek Parks, and I have the wonderful privilege of serving here as the lead pastor. We're so excited that you joined us today, and we are excited to welcome you to week four of a series that we've called 2020, Still the Year of Clear Vision. And I'm so excited that you're here today, and I've got a word for you today from the Lord. I believe that this word is going to help free you today. I believe that this word is going to help set you free so that you can leverage your work and live woven for Jesus and lead a lifestyle of worship as you love the word. And so I want to encourage you today to to buckle up tight and get ready for this word from the Lord that I'm calling 2020 rest. See, this series has been walking us through the need for having clear vision in 2020. And listen, I know that 2020 has been difficult for everyone. See, there are so many things that have happened in 2020 that just make you want to throw 2020 in the trash. But guess what? If you try to throw 2020 out, the bag would probably rip as you're trying to throw it out. But listen, I want to encourage you to know that God still has good things in store for you, and he still has value for you here in this season of 2020. And so I want to encourage you you this morning. I want to encourage you to pursue after the Lord and have some 2020 rest. See, this series has been designed. It's been walking us through. Last week, we talked a bit about what it means to have a 2020 calling. And in that sermon, we talked about that if you're going to have 2020 calling, then you had to know three things. The first thing you needed to know was that your calling is not for you. That's right. Your calling is not for you. The second thing that you need to know is that your calling is not from you. Your calling comes directly from God. So whatever place or space you find yourself in, you have to know that it comes from God. And then lastly, we said that your calling is not future tense. So some of you have been spending your life wondering when are you going to arrive to the place where your calling will line up. But God is saying, listen, that in 2020, your calling is wherever you find yourself and you should walk in it. But this week, we're going to walk through and we're going to look at what it means to have 2020 rest. And so turn with me to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. If you don't have your Bible, we'll have it right here on the screen for you. Don't worry. We got you. But turn to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. Hear these words of our Savior. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He says in verse 29, he says, Take up my yoke and learn from me, because I am lowly and humble in heart. And you will find, here it is again, rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Father, I pray this morning. God, help us to see this clearly this morning. God, help us to recognize and know that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And God, I pray that in the year of 2020, God, if we don't learn anything else, that we would learn how to rely on your spirit and how to rely on your call for us to come to you and rest. 
And so, Father, it's in the name of your son that I pray all these things, Father, that you would speak to us clearly. God, help us to hear from you like never before. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. So I want to submit this idea to you today that if you're going to have 2020 rest, then you have to take care. That's right. If you're going to have 2020 rest, then you have to take care. Now, care is an acronym here that I'm going to explain to you. I'm going to walk you walk this through and help you understand this a bit. But the first thing that you need to know is that if you want to have some 2020 rest, if you are going to take care, the first thing you have to do is come. See, Jesus tells us here, he says, listen, come to me, all who are weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. See, I want you to understand this. In this in this age, if you haven't learned anything else during this pandemic, if you haven't learned anything else during COVID-19, you have to learn this, is that the onus is upon us to come to the Lord for rest. See, many of us, we, we spent most of our lives saying, listen, I, I can't rest. I, I can't take it easy because I've got so many things I got to do. I got, I got so much on my plate and there's so many things happening in my world. That's why I can't spend any time with the Lord how I want to spend time with him. That's why I can't get it into my word the way that I know that I'm supposed to. That's why I can't spend enough time in prayer. That's why I don't spend enough time resting and relaxing with my family and enjoying the gift that God has given me and blessed me with of my wife or my spouse. Or, and, and, and I can't enjoy the things of God. And I can't enjoy the rest of God is because I've got too much going on. Well, this coronavirus has taken away all of those excuses for many of us. And most of us, we don't have as much on our plate as we used to have. Yet and still, we still don't find time to rest in the Lord. Yet and still, we still don't find time to come to him. And so in the midst of this, I need you to know that is that the onus is upon us to come to the Lord for rest. And he promises it. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. If you're weary, if you're burdened, if your soul is not at rest, guess what? All you have to do is come to Jesus and he will give you rest. And I want you to see this. And I'm going to help us understand this here. This, this word that Jesus uses here for come is a word that has the force of an interjection. In other words, it, th- this word could really be translated like this. Come now. See, that, listen, if you grew up like me, you grew up in a home with a mama, and she would, she would call you and she would say, come here now. That's, listen, that's how the force of this. Jesus is saying, listen, if you're weary, if you're burdened, Come now. If you're weary and you're feeling burnt out and if you're feeling like you're burning the candle at both ends, if you feel like you're not getting the kind of rest that you need, he's saying to you, listen, put everything else down and come now. See, we come not just out of being responsive to what he said, but we come positionally because our identity is in him. So therefore, if you are in Christ, guess what you get to do? You get to come to him. And so he calls us positionally to come. We are in him. He calls us practically to come. That's, that's our obedience to Jesus. We, we must obey him when he calls us. When, when he gives a command like this to come, guess what? We must come when he calls us. 
And then next, this is out of proclamation. See, see, our coming to Jesus, we come out from the toil of work and hustle and grind to rest in him. And so I need you to see this because in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus has sent the disciples out. And he sent them out to go do some stuff. He sent them out with power. He sent them out to go accomplish some goals. But then he tells them, come to me. See, I want you to know this, that when Jesus calls us to come, he calls us out from one place into another place. And so for many of you, you might be out somewhere wandering and you don't really know where to turn. And Jesus is calling to you. He's saying, come to me and I will give you some rest. And this is, this is not, I don't want you to confuse me, this, this is not a sermon simply about self-care. And, 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 and all, what I want to argue today is that there are times in your life where you have to stop in your, in your toil, you have to stop from your working, you have to stop from your weariness and come to Jesus so that you might receive what he has for you, and that is his rest. You see, the, the self-care movement it, it, at times, it, it bears uh, some of the weight for us and it gets us into this perspective, into this place where we believe that we have to care for ourselves at, 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 at no cost to, to anyone else. And so listen, I want you to see this and I want you to understand this clearly. When Jesus calls us to come, when he calls us to take care of ourselves, it doesn't have to do with satisfaction. It has everything to do with stewardship. See, the self-care of the world, it, 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 it oftentimes we, we get it misconstrued and we get it, uh, we get it, we get it blown off because listen, the reason that we're called to come, the reason that we're called to come to him now is because of this reason is that Jesus wants to offer something to us and that is his rest. It's not so that we can satisfy ourselves. It's so that we can be good stewards of what he's given to us. If you're going to have 2020 rest, if you're going to have 2020 rest, then you have to take care. So if you're going to take care, the first thing you got to do is come. Know that you've got to come. And the next thing that you have to do if you're going to take care to have 2020 rest is that you must assess. Hear what Jesus says. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. And I will give you rest. See, when Jesus says, come to me, we, we need to assess the weight of our labor. And we need to be laboring in order to be considered for receiving the rest that Jesus does provide. See, Jesus called his disciples out from something in Matthew chapter 10. He called them out from the work of casting out demons and healing the sick and raising the dead. And if we are leaning towards being burdened and heavy laden, then we must take assessment of our lives. And so I want you to see this. He says, come to me if and all of you who are weary and burdened. He's given us this this position to look at our lives and to assess where we are. See, most of us don't even take the time to assess where we are in our lives because we're so busy chasing after goals. We don't stop to assess 
the place where we are because we're so busy chasing after something that we think we have to obtain in order to receive praise from people or to receive position from God. But I want you to know that if you're searching for praise from people, you won't always get it. I want you to know that if you're searching for praise from people, you won't always capture it because at times people, they won't praise you, but what they'll do is point out every one of your flaws. And see, while you're trying so hard, while you're weary and while you're working so hard, you've got to know this, that you have to take the time to stop and assess exactly where you are. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. See, this idea that I want you to capture today is that you must assess where you are in life so that you can care for yourself and not just so that you can care for yourself for your own satisfaction, but again, so that you can properly steward what God has given to you. So many of you are so stressed out. And that stress is starting to affect your body in so many different ways. And you won't even take the time to stop and assess what's going on with you. And see, Jesus, he gives us this clear invitation to stop, to rest. But first we have to assess where we are. See, in particularly stressful seasons, we treat the need for sleep, nutrition, and exercise and emotional refreshment as luxuries for which we have no time. See, but, it, but if you are following what Jesus says here, if you are following the commands of Jesus, you won't see the need for proper rest and nutrition and refreshment as a luxury, but you will you'll see it as a gift from God that you must receive. See, he calls them all you who are, who are weary and burdened, all you who labor and are heavy laden. That's how I learned it. He said, but listen, if you got to know this, if you're a Christian, you ought to be burdened by something. We talked about that last week in 2020 calling. If you are a Christian, then you must be burdened by something. There must be something bigger than you that draws your life to it. And God is the one who sets that up for us. But we must know, listen, that as we are walking in this, if you're a Christian, you've got to be burdened by something. And, and every Christian ought to be burdened by this, the Great Commission, which is to make disciples of all nations. Listen, that's why we planted this church. That's why we started here in Wilmington is because we wanted to make disciples. We wanted to see the Great Commission go forward and we wanted to see relationships be formed whereby people were growing. In Jesus through loving the word, living woven, leading lifestyles of worship, and leveraging their work. If you are going to take care and have 20-20 rest, you've got to come when he calls you. And then you have to assess where you are in life so that you can rest. He says in verse 28, and I will give you rest. The Lord will give you rest after you come and take assessment of your labor. The Lord will give you rest. See, 
you, you have to work hard and rest hard. See, there, there, people will try to say that you have to have a, a work-life balance. And, and that's, I, I get what people are saying. But the reality is, is that you have to burn the candle for Jesus. You've got to work hard for him. And then you've got to take time to rest in him. And you have to do that with equal vigor and equal passion as you work. See, if you aren't resting with the same passion that you're working, you're missing out on the blessing and benefit that Jesus has promised to us. That's why he started from the very beginning that 66 days you're going to work, but on this day you're going to rest. And God himself modeled that for us. And so for us not to take rest, for us not to get the rest, if we're not permitted to cease from our labor, if we're not permitted to stop in our toil, if we're not permitted to, to recover and collect our strength, then we will miss out on everything that God has for us inside of his rest. See, there's something designed for you inside of his rest. And when you say, I'll sleep when I die, guess what? You are missing out on the blessing and benefit that Jesus has for you, that he has designed specifically for you in the rest that he's calling you to. See, I, I need you to see this. I need you to understand this very clearly. Is that when we take the time to rest, we model the life of Jesus. When we take the time to rest, even when we rest from the heavy load that we are carrying, we are being called by something greater than us to take a moment and give it to Jesus. See, he says, listen, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This rest that he's going to give to us is a reality that we have to understand because most of us, what we do is, is we worship at the altar of busyness. See, busyness is about having your life structured around people desiring to have your life. See, you're so busy and, and you're always talking about how busy you are because you want people to envy your life. See, busyness is structured around having our priority be on our kingdom versus being on the kingdom of God. See, we, we get it confused. We think that if we just keep working and keep hustling and keep grinding and keep pursuing, that we'll obtain what, we, what God wants us to have. But 2020 is trying to teach us, y'all, that we need to take Jesus up on the rest that he is providing for us. You can't even slow down. And, and you can't slow down because you think that by doing, you think that by continuously toiling, that you'll get a better reward in the end. But Jesus is saying, no, the reward is here right now. Just come and rest in me. See, we got to understand, and this is the last, last one I want you to see, that if you're going to take care 
and get some 2020 reps, then you must experience. You must experience. Hear these words of Jesus. He says, I am lowly and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. Why? For my yoke is easy and my burden, it is light. See, when we take the Lord's yoke upon us, we get to experience him. We will learn of his character and we will find out that he is gentle and he is lowly in heart. And we'll also find out that the burden that he's placed on us is manageable and it's easy to keep. See, when you when it talks about when it talks about us learning of him, he says, learn of me. He's calling us into a reality where we get to learn by the use and practice. We we get to learn by being in the habit of experiencing Jesus on a regular and consistent basis. Many of us are in the places where we are stressed out and, and unable to focus and unable to gather any rest and unable to get anything going because we have not been in the habit of experiencing Jesus and experiencing him fully. He tells us, he's saying, listen, I'm gentle and I'm lowly. Jesus is encouraging us to know that he is meek. He's letting us know that that he is he is the first to others. In other words, he will he will seek to serve you. And 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 Jesus told us that when he came, he says, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. And so Jesus is waiting. Listen, he gives us this invitation. He calls us with this strong interjection to say, listen, stop playing. Come now and have rest in me. And he tells us that we will find rest for our souls. It's easy to get caught up in busyness. It's easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle. And, and, and honestly, many of you are bemoaning the way the, the life before this, this virus because you long for that busyness again. See, many of you bemoan the situation right now when you just want to get back to normal, as people are saying, is because you long for the day when you could fill up your schedule with things just to say that you were busy doing something so that you didn't have to face the reality of having to lean in into relationship with Jesus and actually having to learn about him because in learning him, you learn about yourself. See, that's why many of us won't pick up this Bible and read it is because we don't want the Bible to read us. See, we don't want our character to be exposed. We don't want to have to assess where we truly are. We don't want to have to be seen for who we really are. We don't want that. And so we don't take the opportunities to lean into rest that Jesus has called us to. But he tells us, he says, listen, my burden is easy. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come to me. Listen, y'all, in 2020, listen, if you don't hear anything else, come to Jesus. If you haven't learned anything else, figure out how you can be equipped to lean into a relationship with Jesus and dive in more fully with him and learn of him. I'm going to. Give us a bit of a case study on this. 
In Genesis chapter 25, verse 29 through 32, we see the story of Jacob and Esau. And in this story of Jacob and Esau, what we see is we see that Esau had been laboring out in the field. And in verse 29, it says that once when Jacob was cooking a stew, Esau came in from the field. How did he come in? He came in exhausted. And that is why he was named Edom. But Jacob replied to him, he said, listen, first sell me your birthright. Look, said Esau, I am about to die. So what good is a birthright to me? And Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore to Jacob and he sold his birthright to him. Then Jacob gave bread and lentil stew to Esau and he ate and he drank. He got up and he went away and Esau despised his birthright. See, what we see in this case study that I'm pointing out to you is this, is that Esau had been laboring in the field to the point of exhaustion. He's just like many of us. And he saw that his brother was cooking some stew. And what happened was he allowed envy to enter into his heart because of his exhaustion. So Jacob, being who he was, he tries to trick Esau into selling him his birthright. Esau was the older twin, and by right, he was the one who was supposed to get the blessing from the father. But Jacob wanted the blessing, so he tricked Esau into selling his birthright. That idea of selling is to give something over to death. We give up on what God has promised us when we are exhausted and tired of waiting and we're weary. What do we do? We give up on the promise of God for sex with someone who doesn't really love us. We give up on the promise that God has given to us of, of having someone who will sacrifice for us, and we give that up for something that won't last or satisfy us. We give up on being edified by the word of God, and we, sat, we settle for just being entertained by our cell phones. And so what happened is we get tricked into selling and giving over to death the things that will really sustain us and hold us in seasons of frustration and doubt for something that won't last. See, Esau, he despised his birthright. This despising here, it, it, it means to trample on with your feet. And I want to encourage you today, don't despise your birthright for a piece of bread and some stew when Jesus has promised you a feast of fellowship in him. Don't despise your birthright for a piece of something that won't satisfy you when Jesus promised us eternal intimacy with him. Don't despise your birthright to serve yourself when Jesus promises us something greater. Don't despise your birthright for shiny cars and fancy things when Jesus Jesus has promised us that if we walk with him one day, we'll walk on streets of gold. And if you are listening today, I want to encourage you, don't trade in your rest 
to be self-satisfied with yourself. But lean into the stewardship of resting in Jesus Christ. He offers us a better reward for our sacrifices. He offers us a better investment, a better return on our investment. And, and I want to encourage you today. I want you to know, I want you to know this with, with, with your whole heart, is that the rest that Jesus promises to us is a rest that we cannot trade. And it's a rest that will invigorate our soul. So listen, maybe you're watching today and you don't know about this Jesus that I'm talking about. I want to encourage you. Look in to Jesus. Take him up on his invitation today to come now. Don't wait. Come to him right now. And he will satisfy your soul. Come to Jesus now and take rest in him. He will give you rest. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Life doesn't have an easy yoke. But the burden, the, the yoke of Jesus is easy. Come to him. Come now. Don't wait. Come to him now. He's waiting on you. If you want to take that next step of following Jesus and, and giving your life over to him, we want to pray for you. And we'll pray for you right now. All you got to do is respond. Text the number at the bottom. Or if you're watching on Facebook, click the link at the bottom. And we'll respond. But right now we want to pray. Father, I pray right now by your spirit, God, that we would come to you for our rest. God, help us to turn aside from the burdens of life and rest in you. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.